Good evening, Rabbi Sai. Last night, last night we had our introduction to this shar, this new topic, this new section of Chavis is called Shar Chesh Benanefesh. It's the gate of self-accounting. And we explained what the difference between a regular cheshben anefesh, where we usually use the terminology of self-accounting to think about things that we've done, we've done them right, we've done them wrong, and this cheshben anefesh is really dealing with a different idea. And this idea is, we have to take stock in terms of what we are obligated to do. What are our obligations? What are our chayvahs, as he's going to explain? So let's begin the psicha over here. We begin the psicha of the Chavis of Abbas. The author says here, because we have already preceded this discussion here, why is Shar Cheshben Nefesh? come after Shar HaTshuva. Why does it follow Shar HaTshuva? Because there's something crucial in Shar HaTshuva that was mentioned that should be the catalyst, should be the stepping stone for this next Shar of Shar Cheshben and Nefesh. So, because we already preceded our words, and all of the parameters of Shuva, and all of the various not only conditions, but the way we explained it then was the various levels of tshuva. And one of those levels, it may not be uh, absolutely required to fulfill the midst of tshuva, but it certainly was one of the various levels that Chavis Avavis mentioned. That is a cheshben im hanefesh. And that was one of the tenayim, that was one of the levels that a person could attain. So therefore, I see fit to continue along and put next to that idea the whole topic of a cheshben and nefesh. Certainly what is going to be, uh, we'll, we'll bring up different ideas for ourselves. And this is something that we can use something that will be uh, a good guidepost for us, for our way in both worlds, both this world and the next world. As David HaMelech says, David HaMelech says in Tehillim, I have contemplated my ways. Where am I going? Which way am I heading? What direction? Where am I going? Where am I going to? What do I have to do now? And if a shiva raglai the medrash says about this that David Amalek would get up and say, "I have many appointments. I have many things to do." He was a king. He ran a country. He was a leader, and he had many people to to see and to meet with. He had many appointments, many things to do. But he says, "I contemplated that, but I decided, you know what? It's not so important. It doesn't have to be done right now." shiva raglai and then. My legs took me, Elay Desecha, to your Torah, Hashem, to your Torah, to your mitzvahs. The Ramelech says, when I contemplate it, it says, 
What am I supposed to do now? What is my obligation to do now? Do I really need to see this person? Do I really, really, really need to go to this place? And in the end of the day, David Amel says, what happened was my feet took me took me as the Medrash says, took me to the base Medrash, took me to go learn Torah. And he was contemplating both worlds as the Chavah says over here. And it's not easy to make the, the right decision always. There's a, uh, there's a Misa with the, the Vilna Gain. The Vilna Gain was learning late at night in his house. A little candle on him in, at his table so he could see the safer that he's learning. The only light in the whole town. And there was a wagon driver, a Jewish wagon driver coming through late at night. It's a cold winter night. He needs some place to stay. He's freezing. He's hungry. He needs a place to stay. And he sees there's a light on his house. And Mazuz on the door. So he knocks at the door. Could he come in? Could he warm up a little bit? Could he have a place to sleep? And the Vilnagain brings him in. And the mitzvah came to him, gives him something warm to eat, and he gives him a bed to sleep. The next morning, the fellow gets up and he's ready to, to take leave of the Vilna Gain and he says, Rebbe, it's so hard to make a Parnosa. It's so hard to get along in this world that works so hard for Parnosa and I go some days which I'm hungry and I'm cold. It's so difficult, this world. So the Vilna Gain says, ah, let's think about it. If it's so difficult just to get along in this world, sort of to make it what we have to, to take care of all of our needs and our provisions in this world. So the Vilnagain says, how much more so is it difficult to prepare ourselves for the next world? That's the way he looked at it. And that's what the Cheshben and Nefeshir is all about. Not on what we did, do we do it correctly or not, but what are our obligations to prepare our next world? The, if we go back to Shara Tshuva, which is the source which Chavazavavah says is why this Shar, this whole topic, comes and follows on the footsteps of Shara Tshuva, takes us back to Perik Hamishi, the fifth Perik of the ten in Shara Tshuva, if you remember, he discussed of the four levels of Tshuva, the four required steps of Tshuva, the first one being Charota, we have to have remorse over the actions that we've done, the Averis that we've committed. So he says, each one of those four steps has five levels. Five levels of, of depth of achieving a greater level of tshuva. So the first one is charot, the first step of tshuva is charot, the one has to have remorse over what he did. And the fifth aspect of charot, he says like this, I'll read it to you, it's a couple of lines. V'achamishi. And the fifth is sheyechiach navshoi. That part of the elevated level of charote is one has to reprimand himself. And he has to really be embarrassed in his own mind. Not telling it to somebody else, but just in him and himself. Between him and himself, him facing his creator. He has to be embarrassed and reprimand himself for that. On what? In how much he's come short in terms of his obligations to Hashem. Just that, whether it's 
his neglecting to do mitzvahs that he had to do, whether it's doing Averis, and he says, my obligation was to control myself. My obligation was to be more careful about it. My obligation was to learn more Musr so I should be able to have the proper Rira Shemayim to protect myself against the Yetzirah who's constantly nagging me and trying to trip me up into Averis. But that's my obligation. And part of the remorse is that I should have known better that I have an obligation to fulfill for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this sort of really taking it to heart, he brings the Pasuk, Tear your heart. It's like a person who got terrible news or he, he, uh, he was let go from a job or he had to break up from a relationship. So it hurts, it really pains the heart. He feels the, the deep emotion. And we use that expression. It just ripped his heart. That's what we have to do in charata. That level of charata, the fifth level of charata is that a person has to reprimand himself to the point where he just he's tearing his heart open. He says, ah, why am I not doing the chayvis that I have to do? Why am I shortchanging myself from doing the Ratzon Hashem properly? And I'll save myself so much heartache later. I'll save myself so much trouble from Big Deichem from having to tear my clothing over some tragedy that will take place or a loss that will happen. So this is the basis, says the Chavos Avavis, this is the basis of why we now come to this new topic of Chesh Ben HaNefesh, because that's part of it. Chesh Ben HaNefesh, as he's going to explain in the coming chapter in Perak Rishen over here, after a short Akdama, is just that. It's a Chesh Ben, it's making an accounting of what are my obligations. And that's what Cheshbon and Nefesh is. What are my obligations? And because a, an aspect of tshuva is that a person has to take stock and say, see, see to it that why did I commit this Avera? Why did I not do this mitzvah? And it's because I am falling short of my obligations that I'm required to do in my life. Not everybody's is the same as the Chavis of will continue to explain here in this shahr. Not everybody has the same obligations. But what my obligations are, I have to take remorse of that, and I have to give reproach to myself that I have not come to the fulfillment of those obligations. And now he's going to give us a whole chapter, a whole shahr, a whole gate of understanding the various chayvahs that a person has to do. So he finishes off this psicha, this introduction, like this. So what we have to deal with is six aspects. That's the task at hand. Six aspects of Cheshben HaNefesh. Number one, Arishin, Mahu. Ma Cheshben HaNefesh. What is exactly Cheshben? Let's give a definition. We already started to explain it. We'll see it in the Chavaz Avavis' words. What is Cheshben HaNefesh? Ve'asheni. Im Cheshben kol b'nei shava eloi. Does everybody have the same cheshben? Does Reuven have the same cheshben as Shimon? Could you, could you steal Shimon's notes on his cheshben on Nefesh and use it for you to apply yourself? Or everybody has their own cheshben on Nefesh. Ve'hashlishi, number three. And this, as we explained last night, the bulk of this chapter, of this shar, is the third parak. And in the third parak, 
the Chavazavavas would deal with 30 different Cheshben HaNefeshes. 30 different aspects of what a person could think about, of why it would be incumbent upon us to do Avedas Hashem. And in those 30, each one of those, we have to think about it. How does it apply to me? In what way am I fulfilling my obligations based on each one of those Cheshbonis? Cheshbon number 1 and Cheshbon number 2 and Cheshbon number 16 and 18 and 26 and 28 and all the way through 30. And each one of those, we have to see, how does this relate to me? And am I still falling short of my obligations based on those Cheshbonis, those different calculations? That's the third parak is going to make up the bulk of this shot. And then Varavi is going to end off three other ideas, three other points. What's the real benefit in making this cheshbenis? Do we always have to think about this? Maybe once in a while? Maybe every ten years? How often do we have to think about these cheshbenis, this self-accounting? And Vashishi number six, this can't be just theoretical. But when we go through the safer, it can't be theoretical. Now I know all about it. It has to be put into practice. It has to be fulfilled in practice once we know that. So these are the this is these are the six aspects which Khavasavas is going to explain. That's his psicha. Let's begin Perik Aleph. It's a very short Perik. Let's begin. What is Cheshben HaNefesh? What is it? Let's get a definition. That's the effort that the person puts in. And everything that deals with all spiritual aspects of his life. And all mundane aspects of his life. All material and physical aspects of his life. It's something that he has to think himself. He has to be honest. He has to have an honest assessment for himself. In order that he'll know what does he have and what is he obligated to do. Put very succinctly, that is the line, that's the definition of what does a person have? How much does he have in his life? How much goodness? How much extra? How many talents does he have? What the abilities he has that are always given out by Hashem? And based on all of that, based on his whole portfolio of what Hashem has given him, what are now his obligations to do for Hashem? That's in a nutshell, and Amir Hashem tomorrow night will explain a little further. Agutanach.